Here's everything you need to know for this Aloha Wednesday. It's KHON to go. This is actually the nicest day that we've seen, or at least the nicest morning that we've seen for the last couple of days. But this is when we're expecting the most rainfall this week here on Oahu. So yes, do keep those umbrellas on hand. The last couple of days, the reason it's been so gray and gloomy, those were coming through from high clouds. For the most part, it's been the high clouds that have been blanketing the state, leading to the gloomy conditions. But those high clouds, they're continuing to dissipate, breaking up and leaving us. So that's why we're seeing a lot more sunshine. But there's no rainfall associated with high clouds, it's the low-level clouds that we're worried about, and we're anticipating a lot more of those to develop as the day progresses. We have a sharp upper-level trough near the state still, plus we have that cold front that's pushing through the state, so the wet weather is actually going to continue for the next couple of days. We're looking at the threat for flooding rainfall, though, diminishing for Kauai County, so that's not going to be an issue any longer, and it looks like the threat of thunderstorms has left Kauai as well. But that threat continues for Oahu. So we do still have a flash flood watch posted for the island. Now, locally heavy showers and thunderstorms could develop all the way from Oahu to Hawaii Island through Thursday. So the rain's not done with us just yet. Light wind's still here, so it's a bit humid. And best chance for showers still going to be in those afternoon hours. So we're starting out with closer to about a 40% chance of rain, a little bit less even for these early morning hours. And then that jumps up to closer to a 75% chance of rain at noon. I just looked at the point forecast for downtown Honolulu. We go from about, in terms of sky cover, when which is talking about the extra cloud cover and rainfall, we go from about a 40% for the sky cover, even a little bit less. We're looking at about 35, and then that jumps up to an 85% of the sky cover, so coming through. So a lot more cloud cover is on the way again, even though we're waking up to a lot more sunshine this early morning. The World Health Organization says globally more than 2 million COVID-19 cases were confirmed last week, the shortest time ever for such an exponential increase since this pandemic began. The WHO said for the second consecutive week, the European region accounted for the biggest proportion of new cases with about 46% of the worldwide total. Deaths were also on the rise in Europe with about a 35% increase since the previous week. Here in Hawaii, three more COVID deaths were reported yesterday, two on the Big Island and one on Oahu. The COVID death toll now stands at 215. There are also 66 new cases, 50 on Oahu, nine on Lanai, three on the Big Island, two on Maui and two out of state. The statewide total since this pandemic began is now 14,773 with 3,035 active cases. We'll follow up with the state health department today after a COVID case was caught at the airport. Officials confirm a traveler tested positive on arrival in Honolulu. We're told that individual was taken to an isolation area at the airport and assessed by the CDC quarantine station and an MR AMR crew. After that, the person was allowed to go directly to their place of isolation. Officials say because a public notification is not needed, they're not saying which flight this person was on. It adds that contact information was collected from other passengers in case contact tracing may be required. The case comes just as the governor announced Japan has been added, added to the state's pre-travel testing program. 
That means beginning November 6th, travelers from Japan can bypass the state's mandatory 14-day quarantine if they provide a negative COVID result 72 hours before departure. The test must be taken from a trusted partner in Japan. I'm sending a new message. Please feel free to safely visit our islands. We are ready and delighted to welcome you back. Japanese nationals traveling abroad must still quarantine for 14 days after they return home, and U.S. residents still cannot travel to Japan. This morning, the Queen's Medical Center will be easing visitor restrictions at two of its hospitals on Oahu. Dallas Ontiveros joins us now live from Punchbowl with the details. Good morning, Dallas. Good morning, Christine. Well, it's been a long time for this, but starting today, the Queen's Medical Center, two locations, the one here at Punchbowl and the one over on a, in the Ward area at West Oahu, will begin to allow one visitor per patient per day. And with everything else, there are requirements that this visitor has to follow as this process continues to move forward. This visitor has to be 18 years or older. When they visit the patient, they have to wear a face mask and they are going to be practiced social distancing. And they're also going to go under some health screening questions to just to make sure if they've been in contact with anyone who has had COVID-19 or experiencing any flu-like symptoms. Because if the patient or visitor has anything related to COVID-19, the visitor will not be able to visit, to visit the patient and the patient will not be allowed to have any visitors. So that's a little small rule that we all have to remember here. But for anything else, that starts today. One visitor per day per patient. Of course, you can head over to our website if you want some more details about this process moving forward. But if there is any update, we'll definitely keep you posted in our future newscast and also online at KHON2.com where you can read more information. Until then, reporting from outside the Queens Medical Center, Dallas Anaveros, KHON2 News, working for Hawaii. Thank you, Dallas. The investigation into a helicopter's hard landing in Uwanu continues. It happened yesterday morning. Hawaiian Electric says one of its contractors was transporting material near the Uwanu Reservoir off Pali Highway when the chopper lost power and went down. The pilot was the only person on board, and emergency officials say they evaluated him at the scene and he was not hurt. All HECO employees were at a safe distance from the helicopter when it landed. The Environmental Protection Agency and the State Department of Health have rejected the Navy's plan for the Red Hill Bulk Storage Facility. The plan called for lining the steel fuel tanks with epoxy and monitoring for spills. Back in 2014, 27,000 gallons of fuel leaked from the facility. The area houses 20 underground storage tanks that are just 100 feet above the primary source of drinking water for much of Oahu. And that was your morning news. Make sure to tune in right back here tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. It's everything you need to know with KHON to go.